headlines for this episode. Alaba and Greens, should they stand in Lothian East or step aside so as not to split the indie vote? Why did the Courier print a political story with no reference to East Lothian in any way? Let's get into the details. Hello and welcome to our latest North Berwick and East Lothian SNP and all things indie podcast. Let's start by asking a very simple question. Should other independent supporting parties stand in Lothian East for the upcoming Westminster election? It's an important question and it's where I'd like to start today. I do hope that Alaba and the Greens are discussing this very topic right now. In my opinion, they shouldn't stand. It will split the independence vote and may allow Labour to win the seat. Ian White is standing for the SNP in East Lothian or Lothian East as it's known now at the next election. That election might be in May, but my guess is November this year as the Tories hope something positive happens for them without having to do anything. For example, claiming that they brought down inflation when they had actually done nothing at all. It was down to the resulting lower fuel prices and a few other simple elements. They also hope that Labour will make a mistake. Right now, Labour, they're just playing a straight bat, as we would say in cricket. In effect, saying nothing with no policies, no stances, no values, no backbone. We must remember that Labour are not ahead in the polls due to anything that they have said or done or would do. They are ahead because the Tories are just so poor. Anyway, back to the question of Alaba and the Greens standing. Lothian East, the new name for the constituency, which was, has a few change of boundaries in the last little while for this election, is an important seat for the SNP. Labour have flown in Douglas Alexander, a big hitter, to stand for them. They see it as a very targetable opportunity for them to win. Traditionally, in East Lothian, lots of Labour supporters exist in the county, and you must assume that they think a person of the profile of Douglas Alexander will attract a larger vote. You might also think that they would not have parated, parachuted even in such a big name without the chance of winning. In my opinion, if he did win, I think he would go straight into the cabinet. So things are certainly all set up for Douglas Alexander. And Labour really believe that he will win the seat. Otherwise, they would never have put him into that position. Undoubtedly, he'll get lots of free publicity from the mainstream media. And he'll be invited onto lots of shows and talk on radio and lots of pictures will be taken with it. He's not going to stand to get humiliated like he did the last time when Mary Black beat him. So the Labour central office will probably do lots of things to support him visits from all their big names, lots of funding. They will also bus in loads of activists to help them just like they did in Rutherglen. Everything is teed up for the fight in Lothian East as a David versus Goliath situation. To that end, we indie supporters must really give Ian every chance to win the seat. That means supporting him in any way that we can, and we'll talk a little bit about that later on. Splitting the vote, even by a few hundred, could make all the difference. If Kenny McCaskill or Alaba run, they will do two things. Take votes, but also, vitally, their supporters and campaigners will effectively be running against the SNP when they could be helping. 
Campaigners are thin on the ground for all parties, so anyone who can help Ian with his campaign is very welcome. People disillusioned by the SNP, who have heard the constant onslaught from the mainstream media, or who blame the Scottish Government for the cost of living crisis, will react in one of three ways. Firstly, not voting at all. This is a major worry, as apathy might be our biggest hurdle. Every indie supporting person who doesn't vote is effectively voting for the union. This is a key message we must get out there. Secondly, they might change alliances and vote Labour, but I don't see how anyone with an interest in Indy can support this Brexit-supporting Labour Party. Or thirdly, they will vote for another Indy-supporting party such as Alaba or the Greens. By taking this third option away and not letting them stand or them not standing, more people will vote for the SNP and they might have to do it holding their nose but there'll be more votes for the SNP and hence for independence. We should be under no illusion. Every seat lost will be heralded as a victory for the Union, and they will claim that Scotland has no appetite for independence. Only returning every seat, including Lothian East, will give us any chance of independence. Even if you disagree with the approach of the SNP or their indie policies, they are the only game in town. Unless they win all the seats, the debate, the debate is just simply gone. It's that simple. If the SNP lose, I think, even one seat, they will try and claim it's all over. All the fighting among indie supporting parties must stop. We must unite as an independence movement and move forward. So that voting SNP is the only way to make that happen. If Alaba or the Greens do stand, you have to ask yourself why. What can they possibly achieve? They will not win the Lothian East seat, that's for certain, but they could hand it to Labour. So to what ends will getting a few hundred or thousand votes benefit them or the cause for independence? The simple answer is it will not. Having a beef against the SNP is all well and good, but look at the bigger picture. At Holyrood elections, yes, stand and try and get the second preference votes. This is a positive way, in my opinion, to support independence. But don't stand for Westminster and split the vote or even the clans. Alaba and Green's campaigners would be better served joining Ian's campaign and supporting the only real independence opportunity we have. So my plea to Alaba and the Greens is please think before you stand in Lothian East or anywhere else for that matter. Talking of campaigning, the SNP launched the Westminster campaign this week and we in Lothian East are starting to ramp our campaign up as well. Anyone who has any time is very welcome to get involved and support our efforts to get Ian White elected. It's not all door knocking and distributing letters, which of course is important. We would love to hear from anyone who can post or repost social media messages, join discussion groups, stuff envelopes, make phone calls, etc, etc. If you have time to join the campaign trail, then you can join a group of activists who will knock on doors or deliver leaflets. You will be part of a team, so nobody will be left on their own. If you are new, we will buddy you up with someone with experience so that you can show you the ropes and so you won't be left on your own. 
In fact, it's a great way to get those steps up after Christmas. If you have any time at all, then the campaign will find some way for you to help. Over the coming months, we will have lots of jobs to be done. So if you can give us even 10 minutes here or an hour there, that would be much appreciated. Please go to the SNP North Berwick Facebook page or the Twitter account and drop us a line and we'll get back in touch with you. In local news this week, something strange happened. The Courier, for some reason, ran a very strange story about university places. They use a journalist who writes for the Herald, not exactly in the friendly paper, and copied a piece she wrote for that paper. It was a biased piece straight from Labour head office. It didn't mention that over 1,200 places have been added to, uh, after COVID or before COVID, and the fact that they're simply now being taken away. They also didn't talk about the budgets being cut. They didn't talk about how many places we have in Scotland compared to other parts of the UK. It was just an attack piece with quotes from the normal unionist parties. The reason I raise this is it's the first time that I can remember that the Courier has ever published a piece that doesn't mention East Lothian or anybody within East Lothian at all. And I hope this is not the start of them starting to follow all the other mainstream media biased newspapers. Because if they do, it's a good way to lose certainly this reader, and I'm sure many others. The Courier must be about local matters, not biased political opinions laid down by Tory or Labour central office. We must have a media which is unbiased and tells the truth. To that end, I have made a New Year's resolution to stop listening to BBC News, Radio and TV. So far, it's been excellent, I have to say, not having to shout at the telly or the radio and getting all wound up by poor journalism and pathetic questions. Give it a go. You, you'll be very interested to see how much it helps drop your blood pressure. Well, that's it for this episode. Let me know what you think. If you have any topics that you think would be good to discuss or interesting people for me to talk to. Bye for now and stay safe.